I'm Alora. I'm Brianna. And we are Sisters, Sisters of Lore. Lore. The reread, rewatch podcast of the most magical lore. So fill your pipe with some long bottom leaf. Pour yourself a butterbeer. And don't forget, toss, toss a, a coin, coin to your witcher. Hey, I'm Brianna. And I'm Alora. Uh, just let me get some disclaimers out there before we get started. Um, the first disclaimer, this podcast is listed as explicit. Okay, so if you are just a tad younger, this is not the podcast for you. Um, there is no scripted profanity in this episode anyway, but I can't promise you that explicit words won't be said or even won't be scripted in future episodes. Our second disclaimer, this is a reread, rewatch podcast. We will be discussing books and movies, also some shows, um, potentially some shows, and we'll be incorporating years of accumulated knowledge. Um, we are both pretty passionate about these fandoms, so we will discuss things deeper, probably even uh, with like bringing up facts and headcanon that will just expand past the chapters that we read and the movies that we watch. Um, so we would love it if y'all follow along with us, but we hope that this isn't like your first time as there will be spoilers throughout these episodes. So let's start off with some fun facts about us and kind of like who we are outside of podcasting. Hey friends, I'm Alora. I've worked in healthcare for about 10 years. I started as a CNA um, and then the past two years I've been working as an RN at a local hospital here in the beautiful state of Maine. Um, I didn't take the traditional route for college, took some time off, went to CNA school, um, and then I went back to school and got my bachelor's degree. Uh, I did a year of business school, which was so boring, I almost died, and then started all of my classes for nursing. And that took me about four years at university. And then I finally graduated and sat for my NCLEX in 2019. Um, I'm very passionate about healthcare, about nursing. I enjoy being challenged every day. I want to walk into work and have there be something new. Um, I also love to take care of people who need it. Um, I truly can't imagine doing anything else in my life. Uh, even when I want to cry and pull out my hair and scream at the world because I'm so mad at how bad of a shift I've had, I still love going to work every day and wouldn't trade it for anything. Not even my Hogwarts letter. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> but I, uh, I do love to be a nurse. And uh, when I'm not at work, I spend most of my time with my family. I have a fiance. He has two children. We also have two cats and a toddler who is disguised as a cat. <laughs> Bobby! <laughs> Yes, Bobby, he's a monster. So if you hear any loud noises, it's probably him. Um, I also enjoy spending my free time playing video games, reading. Uh, I'm planning my wedding, obviously. Um, and I've been very passionate about food my entire life. I love to bake and cook. So a lot of times you'll find me in my kitchen. So hi, guys. <laughs> I'm Brianna. Uh, first, I am a mother. Um, I am obsessed. I love it. I'm specifically obsessed with my son, who is 18 months old and full of ferocity and adventure, uh, bravest freaking kid I know. Um, I am very passionate about a great many things in this life, uh, baking, parenting, educating myself and others, helping others, uh, and photography. I own uh, two small businesses here in Virginia. I own Fit Pride Training and Brianna Benvy Photography. 
Fit Pride training was years in the making. Um, I studied for five certifications within the field of fitness and nutrition. I love it. I honestly cannot see myself doing anything different. Um, I'm currently working on my sixth certification now. I have specialties in bodybuilding, glute growth, and soon to be a prenatal and postpartum corrective exercise specialist. Holy moly, that is a mouthful. Um, I do love helping other women. That is my ultimate everything, um, you know, just helping them reach their health and fitness goals. It's just a, a major passion of mine. Um, I can't go a day without coffee. That is absolutely factual. Um, I love a good book or a TV show, and I'm a sucker for a few games of Sudoku before bed. Um, thanks for lending us your ears today, by the way, uh, as you learn about us, you know, the show that we plan to bring to you guys in the podcasting universe. So let's, uh, let's just kind of like introduce ourselves and talk about like our dynamic. Uh, so, I mean, Brianna and I spent most of our weekends with our grandparents, as well as all of our school vacations. I honestly can't remember many memories at all that Brianna is not a part of. Um, <laughs> we spent all of our time together. We were basically like raised as twin sisters. Our mm -hmm. grandparents definitely facilitated that. Um, I know that my siblings are all much younger than me. My youngest brother is 14 years younger than me. Um, and my oldest sister is six years younger than me. So there's a pretty big age difference. And really the only person who I was close to growing up was Brianna. Yep. Um, I was very had... close to me too. No, I'm just kidding. I was, <laughs> we, were, we were raised together basically. I mean, we would have so many small arguments over who got the pink one and who got who the blue one they? because we had everything that matched. God forbid mm -hmm. we have anything different from each other. True. Um, but you know, no matter what, we were always finding ways to have fun even if it was playing school together or which I don't know who would ever want to go to school in their free time, right. but you know, <laughs> like, so why not <laughs> practice? Mm -hmm. um, other times we would perform martial arts in our grandparents' living room while we were watching Mortal Kombat. Mm -hmm. um, I really wanted to be a Power Ranger. <laughs> Sorry, it had to happen. <laughs> You know, we'd dress up in our leotards after gymnastic class. And I wrote that dances. too. <laughs> Stop it. Um, the dance routines for me. Absolutely. The dance routines. Funny because today I can't dance at all. So. No, no. Like to this day, we, no, it's terrible. Didn't help me at all in life. Painful. But, like, <laughs> but you know, we've always been thick as thieves, best friends. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, like Alara said, like, I, I can honestly, this is so funny. I can only remember one major argument that we have ever been in, in our 27 years together or almost 28 years together. And it, I like to this day, I can't even remember what the hell it was about. Like, I, I don't know. And, and I've brought this up to Alara so many times. Like, do you remember what that fight was about? Because like, we were heated for a minute. But like, I don't think either of us can honestly, we don't, we just don't know. Like yeah, we, I don't know what I had for dinner last night. So I'm I know, fair. Not <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think it just like speaks to our dynamic. Like we went to entirely different schools uh, about an hour and change away. We had other friends, like lived in entirely different worlds. But when we were at Nana and Papa's, like that was, that was our world my family ended up moving to New York my sophomore year of high school 
and we couldn't see each other. So we mainly kept in touch through social media. And back then, this is totally going to age us, you guys, but back then it was MySpace. Um, and Alara is actually the one that like, and this is how close we are. Like I trusted her to like make me a Facebook page. She had like the whole setup. Uh, this is back in 2009, but I've, I've moved around a lot and I haven't stayed in Maine obviously my entire life. So social media, texting, FaceTime has been our major form of communication. Uh, yeah, roughly for like, what, 10 years? <laughs> I mean, we have the Facebook memories to look back on and yes. every day. Beautiful thing. On each other's walls, so. Okay, so let's talk about how Sisters of Lore happened. Um, yes, let's. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's funny too. Cause like, as we kind of like wrote this out, it's, it's just interesting. You guys are going to hear our different perspectives. Cause like it is, it did just, it made me giggle. Cause I made my part first and then alerted hers. And I was like, Oh, okay. Well, I guess we kind of saw things a little differently. But um, So I personally got into podcasting in October of last year, which was 2020. And I talk all about things like health, fitness, and wellness related. And I just, I love it. I've never been someone that's into YouTube. Like I don't watch a lot of YouTube unless I have to, like if I'm looking for a tutorial Um, and I've never been one for public speaking, Uh, hello anxiety, but I have always loved the idea of radio. I I don't know. I just always assumed it was like a hard thing to get into or like make money off of. Um, So the idea of podcasting happened after speaking a lot on my Instagram stories And people would just like write, you know, they can send you a message and they would be like, hey, I really love hearing you talk or I really find value in what you are saying. So I looked into podcasts and, you know, what it takes to host a show. So I've just been doing it ever since. And I'm honestly quite obsessed. Um, I listen to podcasts. That's my main source of like entertainment these days and, and has been for about two years. And um, I listen to like a wide variety of music, but now literally like everything is just podcasts. Um, So I guess how this kind of like podcast came to be, Allura and I had read and and we watch most of the same stuff. Uh, We both love like Game of Thrones, Harry Potter, obviously, Lord of the Rings. Like we even watched that simultaneously together. Um, You know, sort of, I fell asleep. Yeah, no, she fell asleep. I was so pissed. I was like, oh, that's (laughs) happened. Silence. Hey, I just woke up from like a two hour nap. I was like, wow, awesome. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, I do like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> just... we, do, we do like Lord of the Rings. It is it is long. Uh, we I was watching Game of Thrones and was talking to Alara about it. And so her and her fiance started rewatching Game of Thrones at the same time. And that led me to buying the whole Game of Thrones, A Song of Ice and Fire series uh, on my iPad. And so I started reading that. Um, and I've already read the first two books and Alora has read all of them, right? You, yeah, yes, I read all four. So, um, I mean, we're honestly like, we're still waiting, George RR R. Martin. We're still waiting on the last two books. If you can hear me, if you hear this, <laughs> and I said, you know, we should really do like a game of Thrones reread, uh, like rewatch podcast and kind of like compare it to the show. Um, you know, like, especially because there are like so many variations between the two mediums and I just thought it would be so cool um and now they're doing like spin-off series so I brought it up to Allura and saying like that's what I wanted to do and she was kind of interested like she thought it was a cool concept but wasn't like yeah sure let's go ahead she brought up the idea of having like multiple fandoms she's like 
what if you do the witcher and harry potter um twilight they, what if you do the Witcher? oh yeah okay what if i do what if you do the podcast and of course i'm like no like i'm not doing this alone type deal because i already do one alone and it's it, it i could just see it being a lot more fun with someone else and especially with the this person who is like my soulmate that you know loves the same stuff you know what i'm saying like we do we love the same fandoms and i feel maybe we're not equally obsessed you know in like the same ways i think we're both kind of obsessed you know in our own ways for our own reasons i actually had to like reach out to my instagram followers to see if if this concept was interesting and if it did appeal to people and i i got a lot of great feedback a lot of positive feedback uh, I mean, I, I mainly posted it just to help convince Allura to do this with me. Um, of notifications that yes. I tagged in another video. I was like, look, like four people say that we should do it. Or like, look, it's increased. Like, <laughs> I mean, obviously it helps because here we are. I do feel like she was at least a little bit interested. Like after that, it just kind of like kept creeping into our combos. Um, and honestly, like she can't even lie because she came up with our name, um, which is obviously Sisters of Lore. Um, and it was the first name that was suggested, no joke. And it just like, it just felt right, you know? So I ran with it. I ended up making um, our podcast cover art and I sent it over to her. And like maybe hours later, you guys, she gave me the go ahead. So it's just, I'm just really excited that this is actually happening you know all right so they say there's two sides to every story (laughs) I am zero percent into podcasting (laughs) I have never once in my life listened to a podcast except for Brianna's podcast oh that's so nice I know I'm just a nice person (laughs) (laughs) Um, so that's really my only experience with podcasts. And I had like a small idea of what this was going to entail, um, about a week ago. And, uh, really the only thing that I knew was that everyone who was listening was going to be listening to my voice. Yikes. (laughs) (laughs) So naturally Brianna was like, oh my God, we should do this thing. And I was like, no, thank you. (laughs) Um, we had been rewatching Game of Thrones together. Or um, I guess at the same time, because somebody left me here in Maine to die. (laughs) Um, Anyway, (laughs) of course, having read the books, I have a lot of qualms (laughs) with the series. Mm. And since Brianna had seen every episode, it was easy to talk to her about it. Natural to be able to say things without there being any spoilers. Um, And it also would have us talking about how great certain scenes are, um, how some episodes make us ugly cry uh how much we love sam and tormund and yes, his love for the big woman. <laughs> um also fuck the king yes this, this led to our podcast idea and the initial no from me or several <laughs> no's <laughs> they weren't even no's they were like eh. Eh. you know like like mm. a buzzer eh. Um, and right now I'm actually going through the journey of watching my fiance's daughter read Harry Potter for the first time. Um, and you know, we watch the movies, um, in order as the books are finished. She was very upset with me in the beginning because I told her that she was not allowed to watch any of the movies until she had already finished the book for that movie. That's so fair though. Like I feel like I agree. The The magic changes if you've seen it. It does. It does. It's different. Which we'll get all into that, you guys. We're anyway. Anyway. (laughs) Trying not to dwell. Yes. Um, I started talking about Harry Potter more and more. Um, 
I could probably find any reason to talk about Harry Potter, as you may have well just noticed. I have a small obsession. Small. Um, Brianna was rereading the series as well. So after we finished Game of Thrones, we really started talking more and more about Harry Potter. Um, And because of my somewhat extensive, large obsession, it took Brianna about four seconds to realize that this is the key to get Alora to do a podcast. So she was like, wouldn't it be cool if we did this podcast about Harry Potter first and then we could do Game of Thrones? And I was like, why stop there? We could do The Hobbit. We could do Lord of the Rings. We could do The Witcher. We, we could throw some Twilight in there. Fuck it. Why not go full send? Could be interesting. Two sides, you guys. Two sides. <laughs> then came all the Instagram tags that I was talking about. I literally remember being at work and my watch continuously going off on my wrist. And I looked You're down. Welcome. Brianna Benby has tagged you in another video. And I was Let's like, this is about a podcast. <laughs> um, so Brianna started talking about how easy it would be. Uh, she's like, we can talk about your name. She's not wrong. I said that it should be something sister related because of how close we are. So I was like, we could be the sisters of lore. And Brianna was like, that would be pretty badass. I love it. It took about 4.7 seconds for this woman to send me our logo. And I was like, okay, I guess we're doing this. So the rest was history. Yes, it is. And here we are. (laughs) Uh, we actually decided to start with Harry Potter. Um, Harry Potter is a series that has always been really close to my heart. My grandmother bought me the books when they were first released, and I would stay up so late reading the books. She actually bought me this reading light that would attach to the book, and I would hide under my blankets all night long and read the book until the really early hours of the morning and then sleep through my classes. Um, when the first movie was released, I saw it over and over in theaters with anybody who would take me to the film, like my mom, my grandmother, my aunt, my uncle, um, my father took me, I went with friends. I mean, I saw that movie so many times. I actually remember the uncut version that was in theaters first, and there were scenes that were actually missing from the DVD when they came out and you actually have to go into the bonus material to find those scenes. Oh yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Um, so Every time a movie was released thereafter, I would be there on opening day with my Nana. Um, And then after my Nana passed away, my mom used to take me every time a new one came out. Uh, The last book was actually released not long after my Nana had passed away. And I stood in line that night at my local book release and I read the entire book within a couple of days of receiving it. Um, I actually remember that there were tear stains on the pages from Harry Potter um, walking to his death. And I thought that was the end of everything. And never thought that I'd get to this point and I remember being so upset and um, I actually moved away from home to go to nursing school and I left my books stored in my mom's basement and unfortunately her pipes actually burst that winter which is so sad yes because all of my books were ruined and they were all books that I had gotten at releases or from my grandmother Um, so I was pretty upset and I wanted hardcovers I had a couple paperbacks previously so I wanted to get hardcovers this time and it was just so expensive especially when I was going to school full-time and going to work full-time so I just could not swing it but the day I graduated from college I actually went straight to the store and bought the entire series in the collector's trunk that they sell it in and I got them all in hardcover um I've actually 
read this series all the way through at least 10 times and I've watched the movies countless times. Um, my favorite book and my favorite movie are both um, Half-Blood Prince. Same! I have definitely seen Half-Blood Prince probably four to five times more than any of the other movies. 100%. I put it on to go to sleep all the exactly. time. Exactly. Like if I just want to lay down and like be able to just watch Harry Potter, not really listen or pay attention or like maybe I'm going to sleep. That's the one I always put in. It's 100%. definitely my feel good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually today I had said that uh, my soon to be stepdaughter is reading the series for the first time. And you know, I love to watch the joy and magic that every chapter, every twist, every turn is bringing her all of the excitement that comes with it. Like I literally sob sometimes because I think that's so, so special that you two get to share that too. She gets so excited about all of it. She talks to me about it. She has all these questions, all these theories, and it's just one, it's difficult not to be like, no. Oh, that sucks too, because it's like, there's some stuff that, you know, and then of course there's stuff that none of us know. Like there's so much that's still left the up questions. to, yeah. Cause I can be like, oh, here's my thoughts. But when she's like, oh, Snape is probably Voldemort. And I'm like, no. Oh God, kid. No. Like, <laughs> Or when she went into the school in the second one with Tom Riddle and was like, yeah, Tom Riddle, he's such a great guy. He's showing Harry he's that Hagrid's a bad guy. He's and I was like, Mm, girl oh honey take a seat (laughs) (laughs) you just wait but anyway (laughs) more on that sorry for the spoilers we should actually so this is something I I, like I said I listen to a lot of podcasts you guys and some of them are reread podcasts we will try our best to like mention spoilers before that they happen but again I did put in a disclaimer earlier guys we already like we are going to bring stuff up, whether it's headcanon, stuff that JK has actually said herself, like, you know, we, we will talk about things and like our theories and things that happen in the future of the book. So please don't like, please do not let this be your first time reading the series. Cause I'm gonna ruin it for you. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, after she finishes each book, we watch the movie and she sits there and compares and contrasts with me as well as asks every question that she can think of to expand her knowledge on the lore of the series and the fandom as a whole, which is super exciting. Um, we just watched Goblet. Oh, God, did we have a lot to talk about? Oh, so much. Uh, I'm actually rereading Goblet right now, as well as Sorcerers, like as we go through this. But I don't think I've ever seen her so angry. Oh, I seriously, because it is so different. But again, you guys will we'll get we'll get into that. <laughs> um, I'm also working on a full tattoo sleeve that's Harry Potter themed. Um, I've got most of the bottom half of my arm covered at this point. She will, I will have her take a picture of her sleeve and send it to us so that I can put it on our Instagram so that you guys can check that out too. I love my sleeve. I'm absolutely obsessed with it. I look at it all the time. get so excited when I see it. I'm so happy with it. Um, really brought my dream to life. I found a great tattoo artist. So um, this September, he's actually doing the Hogwarts castle. So that'll be all carved out. And that's really exciting. Um, so because of my passion and love for this series, it just felt right to be able to complete the series first um, before we moved on to other fandoms. Because, uh, I mean, I love all different types of fandoms, but Harry Potter is always going to hold the most special place in my life and in my heart. Yeah. And, and I think that can be said for both of us too. Like, 
Um, for me, Harry Potter was the first fantasy series that I ever truly read. Like before that, it was mainly mysteries, like the whole Nancy Drew series. Uh, my mom actually had like OG copies where if you are someone who has had them, they're like yellow books with um, uh, like blue. I mean, like they're white pages, but the edges were like this dark bluish black. Um, and I love those, but you know, I found Harry Potter and actually my first experience reading it was having it read to me um, by my mom. And my mom would read a chapter to my brother and I every night before bed. And sometimes you guys, like it was just so good that we would have to like convince her to read one more before sending us off for the night. Um, and she usually always complied, which was awesome. Um, she did read books one through three to us before the first movie even came out, because by the time the first movie came out, there were already four books released. Am I right? Am I? Uh, yes. Yes. Um, so I do. I remember reading one through three and then we saw the first movie. I don't know why we didn't get four or why she didn't get four, um, but we did see the first movie together, um, the three of us. And honestly, it was just more magical than I had, had I've ever imagined. Um, my favorite scene to this day, okay? And mind you, I don't, I don't re-watch Sorcerers a lot. If I do watch from the beginning, I usually watch Sorcerers and then no lie, I sometimes skip Chamber. Um, or if I do play Chamber, I don't watch all of it. It's more just background. Um, but I still, that scene where you're walking in to the great hall and it's just all those long tables and it's that starry night sky above with the floating candles. I read this in Hogwarts, a history. Like it's just, it's just so good. I love that whole scene. And it's just when I, how I saw it in my head and how I saw it in the movie, it was just, oh my gosh, that just initial introduction to Hogwarts. It's just, it's just a moment that I'll forever hold dear. Like I said, my mom didn't continue to buy the books. So I, and I don't know if maybe it's because I was in high school or maybe if it's because I'm the only one that still had a love for the series, but um, I actually had to check out number four from the library and um, I read it. I, it was not quick. <laughs> um, it was the longest series and it was the hardest for me to get a hold of. Um, and I mean, it just, it honestly took me forever to get through it to the point where I, I renewed it at least two or three times from what I can remember, at least twice. I remember at least renewing it twice. Um, and then I borrowed the fifth book later from a friend and I didn't finish the last two books until way later. Like I'm talking like just before the last two movies came out and I was like, oh my gosh, like I have to read, or I'm sorry, technically the last three movies. The last three, yeah. Um, but I, I really needed to catch up. Uh, so that was my goal. I said that I was going to finish all the books before the movies came out. And I did, um, I've even reread the series once before, but not nearly obviously as much as Allura has. Um, and even now this is my second time rereading it. So my third time total, and I'm still finding things that I missed like period or, or just things that I forgot maybe, um, and I, I just, I do have a, have a tendency to like skip over some details sometimes because I'm so excited to get to like the action. Yeah, I get that. So yeah, so things do come up and I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot. Or, oh, that's so cool. But I think um, it's because it's just so much more convenient to watch the movies that yeah. you kind of have to reread the series every so often because you forget that certain little things happen because they're not necessarily integral pieces to the story, mm -hmm. but they're still like funny or like 
cute. And- yeah. And even like, even in the movies, there are so many movieisms that it's like, you forget those actually didn't happen in the books, or this is actually what did happen. And they just changed it or like dulled it down to something a little different, you know? So it's exciting. Yes. Like, you know, stop it. We can't wait till we get to, I mean, no, I can't even say that because Chamber was (laughs) accurate considering, but still, still. Um, but honestly, like you guys, Harry Potter will forever be like the series for me. So I'm really excited to reread this and not only reread it with you guys here on the podcast, but reread it with my, my gal pal. So I guess real quick here, we'll go into some of our own facts about Harry Potter for ourselves, like our houses. Yeah. Especially Um, because we're doing the Harry Potter series and we rely very, I mean, we relate very heavily to our Hogwarts houses for sure. For sure. Um, I actually, so I actually spent most of my life believing that I was a Ravenclaw. Um, I loved to learn and Mm -hmm. I enjoyed learning about everything that I could. I valued wisdom and I was like, oh, definitely a Ravenclaw. Yeah. I always thought she was a Ravenclaw too. Okay. 100%. And I, I feel like, I feel like everyone feels like anyone who's supposed to be in my house feels like they're part of another house because I just feel like, you know, spoiler, I'm a Hufflepuff. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, But I just feel like everyone thinks that there's something else because Hufflepuff just kind of says like, we'll take all the rest. But at the same time, like- I'm so sad. I, I am a courageous person. I am an ambitious person. I am someone who values wisdom, but overall- I'm someone who's more loyal and just. Yeah, we were talking about that too the other night. Is it's like we could both see us being in all of the houses, but we do have stronger traits for you know what I'm saying. So like, you are for sure a Hufflepuff. You are loyal, oh, absolutely. Like, After reading, like, I was so irritated and shocked um, when I took a random test online and it said that I was Hufflepuff. Mind you, this was not the Pottermore test. I took literally a million tests online before I joined Pottermore and every single one came back Hufflepuff and I would just be floored I was so irritated like ready to start cheating on these tests to be like I am definitely a Ravenclaw like there's no way um finally I joined Pottermore and I took my quiz and surprise came back as Hufflepuff so I started reading about it um really looking into the fandom a little more because I mean, there's really not much about Hufflepuff in the series. Um, finally, I joined Pottermore and took my quiz and surprise, I'm a Hufflepuff. So I started really going through the fandom. There just isn't a lot in the series about Hufflepuff. I think it's probably the least talked about house. Which is stupid. Well, and they kind of make it seem like it's the dumb people house. Yeah. Don't they call it like duffers? Like, don't they say Hufflepuff duffers? Yeah. And so when I got, every time I get Hufflepuff, I was like, I am not dumb. Like, why am I in this house? So So I started doing some research and like reading about it. And I was like, oh my God, I am a hundred percent a Hufflepuff. (laughs) Um, So, you know, my entire life, I've been a rigid rule follower, like to a fault. Um, I can't even like jaywalk without feeling some form of anxiety that I'm doing something wrong. (laughs) So bad. (laughs) Um, so there's that. And, you know, I also believe that everyone should be treated equally and fairly. Um, I feel like as a nurse, 
a lot of that comes into play in my job. You know, I'm naturally loyal and compassionate. I advocate for people every day who can't advocate for themselves. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it's just a core of who I am because I, I'm a nurse. That's how I would define myself. I love being a nurse. I love being that person. And, you know, that just shows that I am a true Hufflepuff through and through. Um, my wand actually I have my actual wand from pa Pottermore 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 <laughs> Pottermore so I actually have my wand tattooed on my arm um it actually looks really cool again you guys I'll have like I I will post a photo of it on social it's probably my favorite tattoo just because it's so detailed and like a complete replica of what my wand on Pottermore looks like. So my wand is actually made of acacia wood with a unicorn hair core. No idea if I'm saying that right, to be real honest, but we're going to run with it. Um, it's 10 and a quarter inches, quite bendy flexibility. The uh, actual definition is that acacia was a type of wood that's used in the creation of wands that Garrick Ollivander found um, was difficult to match with a wizard. So they uh, generally refused to provide magic for anyone but their owners, uh, but they seemed to withhold their full power from all but the most gifted wizards. And because of this, Ollivander only kept a small supply of acacia wands in his shop. Um, and the owners of acacia wands were generally subtle wizards as wands from this wood were generally unsuitable for what Ollivander termed bangs and smells magic. Disclaimer, I'm very bad at reading off a script. Bangs and smells. <laughs> so sorry. Promise, I don't know what's happening. This will get easier for me over time. Bear with me here. Yeah, you guys, most of this is going to be unscripted later. We just wanted to provide you guys with some good info about us before we get rolling but most of this is like from here on out is just unscripted nonsense so prepare yourselves <laughs> so unicorn hair generally produces the most consistent magic it is the subject of fluctuations and blockages they are generally the most difficult to turn to the dark arts so that's exciting i'm not ever going to be an evil person maybe i have <laughs> they are the most faithful of all wands and usually remain strongly attached to their first owner, irrespective of whether he or she was an accomplished witch or wizard, which I feel like kind of balances out the fact that Acacia is so difficult to match with a wizard, but also will help my unicorn hair remain happy because if it becomes unhappy or melancholy from seriously mishandled use, the hair can die in need replacing. So if I'm a powerful wizard yeah you know it'll be happy forever my patronus so my patronus is a mountain hair i don't know how i feel about that <laughs> <laughs> i like your patronus a lot better oh my patronus is cute so pretty however they tend to represent purity ha <laughs> right rebirth wow. ambition and change also, ha, I do not like change ever for any reason. I mean, your Patronus can change though. Like over time, as you evolve as a person, your Patronus can change. So well, yeah, I mean, look at, look at say, like maybe you are in a period of change. And, and maybe I will go into my little hair cocoon 
and turn oh, into a beautiful kitty cat. It also says that having a mountain hair as your Patronus means that you'll find strength and growth, which I do think is accurate. I mean, I definitely draw a lot of my strength as I grow as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's but. grown a lot, folks. Not in height. Not yeah, not not in height. That's for sure. She Five foot zero over here, friends. Measure my shorty. Okay, you guys. I am going to sing from time to time, and I am so sorry. There will be down into song at random points in time. At random points in time, there is no more like you. There will be none. <laughs> but so Alara is a Hufflepuff. Her wand is far superior, and she has a mountain hair for a Patronus. I'm on my soapbox waving at all the peasants. Yes, right. <laughs> She's like, yes, I tower above you, dude. Like, oh God. But you guys, I am a true slither claw, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I have only recently accepted this, though. I I cannot lie to you. Um, I've always believed that I was a Ravenclaw, like through and through. Um, when the movies and the books were popular, I really thought that I was uh, Gryffindor because the other two houses weren't really talked about a lot. You know, like you see minimal characters from Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw. And again, Hufflepuff gets that rep of like having duffers. And then Ravenclaw is just like the people that just think that they're too smart for their own good type deal is like, you know, how they're really betrayed. Um, So it wasn't until like I got older and uh, I think it was once I finished the series. And then again, when I reread the series and I was like, no, like I'm definitely a Ravenclaw. Um, And then I, I took the Pottermore quiz when it was really popular. Um, I've taken it a total of five times altogether, a total of five, um, three times in a row, I was sorted into Slytherin. Um, so that was, that was shit. Um, but I had just, I'd finally accepted it. I had actually just moved here to Virginia and I found a friend who is also a Ravenclaw, but has taken quizzes that say that she's a Slytherin. So like her and I kind of bonded over that. And I was like, dude, thank you. Like, I'm not alone. I was like, all right, maybe it's just time to like embrace my Slytherin qualities because after looking into Slytherin, like they are ambitious, they are cunning. Um, I do, I do feel like that is something that applies to, you know, certain times in my life and, and to, um, where I am now, you know, like I have a lot of ambition. I have two businesses, you know, I, I kind of take on a lot so I could see that. Um, but Ravenclaw, I just, I prize my wisdom and my knowledge way too much. And you guys, every time I've done a Pottermore quiz, I've literally had to deactivate my account and make a new one because like, you can't be resorted. So like, I finally, I was like, you know, I'm gonna just do it one last time. If it says Slytherin, then fuck it. I'm just Slytherin. It's okay. At least you get a good common room if you're Slytherin. I mean, that is true. We were just talking about that too. Like to be, to to just like watch the lake all the time. Hell yes. How soothing. Watch the mer people swim by. Um, it, it really Although you're not next cool. to the kitchen. I got that gig. Yeah, no, she really, you yeah, know, she, she got the good stuff. I mean, I do like Ravenclaw's common room. Honestly, it is my vibe. It is. My I vibe. would fail every time I tried to enter that room. It would ask me a question. And I'd See, like, that is what I worry about. I'm like, bro, I'm going to have to ask someone that's like, you know, cause it's not like I'm not witty I'm be sleeping outside but- the common room every night. <laughs> And I overthink, that's my issue with riddles. I overthink them. And riddles are not really like clever because I feel like they're just all like easy things, but you overthink forward thinking. Yes. So anyway, that is, that is me. And I would need serious help. So sorry, getting into the Ravenclaw common room for sure. 
I did. I was sorted into Ravenclaw finally. Like I even text Allura and I was so excited. I was like, I was finally sorted into Ravenclaw. Um, and I believe if I truly was sorted at Hogwarts, um, I would have been a hat stall. And for those of you that don't know what a hat stall is, it's when someone has the hat on for five minutes or more because the sorting hat and you are kind of having this debate about where you belong. Um, and I would have, I believe that the hat probably would have placed me in Slytherin, but you know, like Harry, how he wants to go into Gryffindor, I would have been like, no, like, please put me in Ravenclaw. I don't want to fucking go into Slytherin. Fuck Malfoy. But I do feel like, um, like I would have asked the hat to place me in a Ravenclaw because I value knowledge so, so much more than ambition. Um, I believe you can't get anywhere on ambition alone. Um, I do feel like you need knowledge. So yeah. All right, my Patronus is an Ossicat, and I personally think that that's adorable. Um, Ossicats are bred as a wild breed of cat and act as such, but they have absolutely no wild DNA in them. Um, so I do personally relate very strongly to bigger cats. I'm a Leo, um, so specifically lions, but I'm not a, like, I'm, I'm really not a fan of cats, you guys. And hate me if you want. Um, I love kittens. Yes, like I grew up with cats and they were constantly popping out kittens and I'm just, I am not it. I am a dog person. I have two of them. I'm staring right at them. They're both beautiful, very People loud and obnoxious cat. and needy, but I love them to death. Um, the fact that it's a wild cat, I kind of, I can feel that. Um, also, Ossicats, um, as a Patronus, they are playful in nature and independent. Um, so I do, I feel that. I feel like that's, that's valid info. Um, and my wand, which... I don't know. I, I have feelings about my wand and we'll talk about them, but my wand is an elm wood with a dragon heartstring core. It is 11 and three quarter inches with supple flexibility. Um, elm wood specifically. The truth is that elm wands prefer owners with presents. So I can dig that. Um, they also should have, me- uh, sorry, magical. I almost said medical. They should have medical dexterity. Um, <laughs> it would be my one. Right? Um, they should have magical dexterity and a certain native dignity. Um, of all wand woods, elm, in my experience, and this is from Ollivander's experience, uh, produces the fewest accidents. It's the least foolish errors and the most elegant charms and spells. These are sophisticated wands capable of highly advanced magic in the right hands. That's my hand. This is a wand for a Slytherin. Yes, yes, and and we we will talk about that. Um, the core is dragon heartstring, and as a rule, dragon heartstring produces wands with the most power and which are capable of the most flamboyant spells. Dragon wands tend to learn more quickly than other types, so bonus. Um, while they can change allegiance if one from their original master, they always bond strongly with the current owner. Uh, the dragon wand tends to be easiest to turn to the dark arts. Hello, Slytherin. Though it will not incline that way of its own accord. Um, it is also the most prone of the three cores to accidents being somewhat temperamental. Um, so I just want to say, like, I do, I agree with the majority of my wand, though I dislike certain things. Um, I think it's interesting that my wood produces the least errors and the most elegant charms, but yet, like, my core is powerful um, with flamboyant spells, yet also more accident prone. So it's almost like they balance each other out and accent, um, or rather accent each other at the same time. Um, also there is that dark side. So, I mean, I guess that is like the Slytherin in like the Slytherclaw. So I don't know, I guess it is pretty fitting. I just, I don't like it. I don't like it. 
don't I don't like that that is terrible you guys we are gonna do accents I mean come on this is bad accents yeah bad accents (laughs) no one said that they'll be good okay um so we're actually gonna break the first book down into six episodes and that will cover all 17 chapters and the movie that goes along with it we broke down the books based on the amount of pages the content contained in those chapters and the depth needed for that content um We also built in an extra episode for the movie rewatch and comparison. There may be a need for extra episodes to go into deep dives on characters or comparisons. I am looking at you, Goblet of Fire. Yes. (laughs) And some of this will be included in other bonus material. Um, We have hopes and dreams to continue with several other series. We will. Okay, we are going. Like, Allura makes it sound like we're going to stop after Harry Potter. And I'm like, saying I have hopes and dreams, okay? Let me have this. (laughs) I hope some dreams. No, stop, stop, stop. Don't pop my bubble. (laughs) There are several other series we want to, you know, take a look at, such as The Witcher, which would involve novels, games, and a TV series. Yes. Um, Lord Which of the Rings. Season two is coming out, you guys. I'm so pumped for that. I cannot wait. I'd like <sighs> to point out that I got you into The Witcher. Okay. And honestly, you guys, we have to talk about this because I was confused. Like, oh my, it was intense. And I kept texting Allura, like, is this how this is supposed to go? Or like, am I just not grasping this? But yeah, so I would love to break that down. So but, good. Sorry, continue. <laughs> uh, we want to take a look at Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit. Um, and all of the movies that go along with them. Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones, obviously. Obviously. Maybe throw some Twilight in there. I feel like it's necessary. I mean, I like Twilight. It's a guilty. Yeah, we, we do like it, you guys. We don't like the movies. We've agreed I on this. We enjoy movies. Stephanie Meyer and her writings. We do not enjoy what the directors did <laughs> with Stephanie Meyer's writing. <laughs> I just think that everyone in casting should be fired. Ah, yes. Moving on. Um, moving on. Um. We would also like to include extra bonus material along with deep dive episodes yes. that might include um, things like us watching The Office, Parks and Rec, just an unscripted watch movies with us, um, watch novels that have been made into movies, do the comparisons, and possibly even some extra bonus series like Fifty Shades. Figure that might be a little bit explicit, so we'll go with that as a bonus series. Yeah, um, I I will talk about our Patreon here in just a second, you guys. It's actually the next thing, um, but we will if we do cover anything like that, anything explicit with like you know some some sexy things, um, adult content, some adult content, yeah, some mature ratings. Um, we will we will have to uh, make that part of our Patreon. I think Uh, we've agreed to that just because we don't feel like that should be open to everybody. You know, I feel like um, we would be able to, to see kind of like who's accessing this more, you know, where if it's just on like the vast universe of podcasting, you know, I can't really control if it falls into the hands of someone, you know, under 18. So um, if we do something like that, we will announce it and we will, uh, you know, let you know if that's going to be available on Patreon or how we go about that. But that is future stuff, you guys. Um, so at least you kind of know what to expect going forward. Um, let's jump into Patreon since I've mentioned it. Um, we have signed up. It is live. It has launched and been accepted by the site. 
Um, if you don't know about Patreon, this is a service that allows you to support our show monthly. Um, and we do give you bonus incentives as a huge thank you for your greatness. I'll include the link in um, the episode description, but you can also find us if you search for Sisters of Lore Pod on Patreon. Um, we do have two levels of support at this time. So tier one, you'll get early access to our regular episodes, which are released bi-weekly, um, as well as access to bonus deep dive episodes. Uh, we will dive deep into the chapters that we've read um, and movies and TV shows we watch, if it applies, at least once a month. So it's just a bonus episode for the month to kind of go over everything that we maybe weren't able to give you guys in the episode itself. Um, so really cool stuff there. Also, uh, tier two, you get all of those goodies listed in tier one, plus access to our bi-weekly bonus, bonus episodes, where we watch a movie together, which is so fun, um, and we record in real time, you guys, so it's unscripted. I will stay awake. Yes, she better. Because, I mean, if not, you guys are going to hear me like, oh, look at this bitch. She just passed out. Like, and I'm just going to, I don't know what I'm going to do. I value my sleep. (sighs) Yes, as we all should. Um, But it's going to be really fun, you guys, because again, it's unscripted. It's just kind of like us chit-chatting, talking about the movie. Um, It's just going to be a blast. Um, But as a patron, you will also have a say in what movies we watch, which is pretty cool. Um, So whether we've watched them before, we haven't watched them, um, just send us your suggestions and we'll pick a new one each week. Uh, We'll also give you a shout out and a thank you. Uh, So grab your long bottom leaf and a butter beer and buckle up for some unscripted gold, y'all. So as Brianna was saying, episodes are going to launch every other Wednesday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. The uh, next episode will be live on the 30th of this month, so please go subscribe and follow to be notified of any new episodes. We are available on all major podcasting platforms, I do believe, so if you loved this episode and you're excited to get into the podcast, please leave us a rating on iTunes to help us get on the new and noteworthy page. Yes, pretty please. Um, You can also find us and share us on social media. So Facebook is Sisters of Lore. Uh, We also have a private Facebook group that you can join, uh, which is there as well. Um, You can also search for it and it should pop up. Please let us know if it doesn't, um, because I'm very new to like private Facebook groups. Um, We're also on Instagram, which is at Sisters of Lore Pod. So check us out there for sure. You can support this podcast on Patreon. Your support helps us upgrade our equipment, pay for better to host platforms. It also helps us to maintain monthly fees to help keep this podcast going. All right. So thanks for listening, you guys. This has been a blast. And uh, we will see you next episode. XOXO. Sisters of Lore. Yay! We did it!